Hey, doll. Thanks, sweetheart. After working at a suburban footy club as a young female waitress for a year, phrases like these become pretty familiar. It is no secret that Australia still has a problem with casual sexism in all scopes of life, especially in a sports venue where a significant portion of the customers are men coming in to casually down a forex with mates while betting on the greyhounds and putting a slap on the pokies, or they've just finished training on a humid evening and are craving a palmy. Hey, I'm Manny Marshall and this is Mad Chats, a podcast where I discuss issues related to the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Today we're tackling goal number five, which is gender equality. In the wake of the new AFL women's season getting underway, I wanted to reflect on my personal experiences of Australia's issues with women's involvement in sport. Now, my involvement in sport has always been quite female-centric. After playing netball for 10 years and participating in sports at an all-girls high school, I never had to deal with many guys, and those that I did were either our sport of coaches or the loud and cheerful dads. My perspective was dramatically changed when I first started working at the local Australian Rules Footy Club. In my first year, I've had several uncomfortable experiences of men making advances or comments towards me and occasionally my underage female co-workers. Now, one experience sticks out to me in particular as this happened to within the first few months of me working. I'd become familiar with a regular who often came in the afternoons and was quite drunk, usually. He hung around the TAB room to bet on horses and greyhounds. And one afternoon, he started making comments to me and my co-worker about how I haven't given him my number. In this un- very uncomfortable moment, I had to just laugh it off and make some excuse that I signalled I didn't want to give him my number without saying I don't want to give you my number. The following week, in the midst of a busy Friday night, he asked me a question to which I replied a simple, what? As it was loud and I could not hear. This reply angered him and he then launched into a rant about how rude I was and that he is a customer to whom I should respectfully reply to. This is the same man that had drunkenly thrown cash at me to pay for his food just weeks prior and now he was lecturing me on manners in front of my co-workers and other customers. I was both humiliated and just felt the anger that stemmed from this beratement was due to my romantic rejection of him a week prior. Following the end of the shift, I just cried in my car. I felt both powerless and ashamed that I'd been treated like this at a place where I worked, somewhere that was supposed to, you know, represent the good Australian values of mateship. Respect is something that is not consistently afforded to me as a female server in a male-dominated workplace. And unfortunately, I recognise that this experience is pretty common for women who work in establishments like this. It's not uncommon for male coaches and players to get frustrated if the chicken schnitties are out of stock or their palmy takes too long to cook or there's no gravy with their meal. For issues so trivial, it represents a larger culture of disrespect for women. Now, this issue extends to the female players also involved heavily with the club who are often volunteering to help out with junior teams and making signs for the game days, whereas the men just show up and play, drink a beer and go home. 
Their involvement with the club is minimal beyond playing, yet their contribution is seen as far greater. Even further, we have to consider all the women part of the national AFLW teams. Online abuse and trolling is rapid and densely fills comment sections and posts. I'm currently looking at an Instagram post from the official Fox Footy account of the full-time score from a women's Geelong and Fremantle Dockers game, where the final score was 27 to Geelong and Fremantle had one point. Now here's just a few of the 400 comments. Imagine getting paid to score one point, 436 likes. Got secondhand embarrassment from this game, 277 likes. Oh yep, equal pay, 180 likes. The comments are disheartening, but not surprising. A CNN article from the start of the year discusses how the Herald Sun had to shut down the comment section on the coverage of the AFLW due to the sexism in the comments. Now an issue like this can be defined as a wicked problem. As Anna Carolina del Amedia Cumlian and Paul Coughlin discuss in an article for The Conversation, wicked problems are those that are so complex and dependent on so many factors that it is hard to grasp what the exact problem is and where to start in solving it. Now this can definitely apply to the wicked problem of sexism within Australian sporting life. Where do we start and how do we tackle an issue that seems to be prevalent in men and boys of all ages? How do we challenge these, issue, these values that seem so inherent to Australian culture that it leaves me and many others feeling defeated? The AFLW, as a stakeholder in this wicked problem, has used advertisement to promote the Women's League, which in turn desensitises audiences, which I feel like is where some of the issue is stemming from. Men just aren't used to seeing women play and be successful. So any exposure to this is a shock for them and they react and some react negatively. Now I'm sure you've all seen the Google ad that's been all over YouTube and free to air TV of the grandma and her granddaughter going to the women's Geelong game. Now I feel ads like these, whilst not directly challenging the issue, still try and promote positive discussion and exposure of women's sport. But really, Google ads aren't going to cut it. How do we change values and encourage men to treat us with respect? Does it start at the local footy club? Or does it come from higher up on a state and national level or both? There is definitely a lack of action to combat this issue within Australian society and target it at the grassroots. And I would likely, lastly like to point out that my experiences and those within the AFL are not limited to these settings. These are not isolated experiences. This is a common experience within many sports like rugby league and rugby union and soccer, where historically the sport is rich with male dominance. There lies a responsibility on all of us to challenge these values, especially from those in power. Now those in power might just be the manager at the footy club or the CEO of a major AFL team. There is all a part to play and ultimately any action is better than none as complacency allows sexist attitudes to grow deeper and spread by becoming more normalised. Thank you so much guys for listening and make sure to tweet using the hashtag madchats because I'm really interested to hear what you guys think. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you all next week.